Hey, Chuckles, this is Juan from Fuagata Podcast. Um, just touching base with you guys to talk to you about Anchor. This is the program I use to do all my podcasting and everything that I'm doing right now. It is an easy one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. And it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. If I can use it, you can use it. I was looking for something that was easy, that I can use in one-on-one, that I didn't need a bunch of equipment. I'm doing everything off my phone. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Yeah, amazing, right? Now, my podcast, of course, kind of covers all these different kind of subjects and everything else. But it's a great outlet for everything that I'm doing and everything I'm trying to get out and the thoughts. And right now, as a, as a comedian, especially a stand-up comedian, there's nowhere to go. So the easiest way to put stuff out has been on here, especially during the quarantine. So if you're wanting to start a podcast and even have a chance of making money while doing it, go to anchor.fm forward slash start. That's anchor.fm forward slash start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm forward slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Let's get to it. Hey guys, what's going on? It's me, Juan. It's another day. It's Monday, the 21st of January, I believe, right? It's like Monday. It's like so late. I just finished up some painting, some other work. I had a long, long Sunday. Um, man, I'm just like looking at everything I did. And I'm like, all right. That's a good feeling. Good feeling when you finish up everything, right? When you have a weekend and you do stuff, and it sucks because then you're sitting there going, shit, I got to go to work on Monday or now. <laughs> I got to go to work in like five hours and I'm still up talking to you. But that's the way to do it. That's where you have to do the things that you do. You got to burn that midnight oil. You have to put those that time in, you know. So to, this week I had a lot of stuff going on. Really cool. A lot of cool stuff. A lot of other stuff. Um, it's amazing how like lives and personal lives can kind of take into account on everything you're doing. You can never think, I think there's this idea sometimes, especially as an artist, that you can be like a lone wolf and you do your own thing and, and no one bothers you. And, and maybe essentially that's true. Maybe you could do that in the heart of hearts and maybe you are that. In the heart of hearts but I've noticed that as long as I've worked on it as long as I've done this you need people or I've seen my advancements where I've seen that I've started crawling out of holes where I've seen like I'm, I'm, I'm starting to get to the light it is because other people were there and helped me other people did stuff you know and sometimes it's just rooting for you you know you know, last week I was talking about the naysayers, you know, and maybe I'm saying now I'm talking about the yaysayers, maybe, you know, I guess this is a good appropriate thing. And you have to appreciate them because sometimes, believe it or not, and this sounds uh, semi arrogant, I think what you do is so cool and fabulous. It's what they they're. they're 
they're supporting. They love that. You may not think it. You may not think, oh, I'm just, I'm just an artist, or I just draw stuff, or I make, uh, I make this thing, or I do this thing, and that's it. No, that's not. It's also your energy, who you are, and your vibe. And when you have people that support you and everything, you gotta almost shake off that modesty. You gotta shake off the doubt. You gotta shake off all that negative shit and do your thing. Because like that, that that's how people support you more. That's how they're rewarded too. They wanna see you. The real people, the people that really support you, they wanna see you advance. In the smallest way. Sometimes you'll do something and you think, eh, you know, I'm just doing this gig and it's small. And they're so impressed. They're so happy with you. They're so happy for you. And you gotta like really, you know, reach out and say thank you. And sometimes it's not about saying thank you at that moment or saying thank you per se, but giving your, you know, 10%, 20% of your time and just saying, hey, you know, what's up? Thank you so much. Let's hang out. Let's have a let's have a beer. Let's have a drink. Let's do do something. Let's talk. Let me tell you what I'm doing. Let me let me tell you what I got planned. And they'll feel included and they say, "Wow, you know?" And and it's something that I think I I'm the, I I essentially I'm telling you what to do. I I don't think I'm I essentially good at that. I think I'm not that great at that part. I'm really bad at, you know, I think I'm good to socialize. I'll have a joke. I'll talk to anybody. But I'm not good in, good like, giving part of my life to people. Giving a lot. And I, that worries me at times. I, I think it's a fault of mine. I think you need to learn just like you need to be disciplined and draw every day. Or disciplined and practice every day. Or disciplined and be researching and disciplined and prioritizing. You know, I sometimes say sacrifice the Netflix sacrifice the whatever you know sacrifice uh, the video game sacrifice the dumb shit i think this is the stuff you shouldn't sacrifice these are the personal relationships that will help you and you know what they also feed you and and inform you you know taking that time to look at somebody and maybe it's also not somebody that's a fan but they see you in a place that they want to be in they see you in a place that they wish they were, could be in and they're not and it's not devoting a lot, but sometimes you can do five minutes and talk to somebody and say, oh, yeah, I'm doing this, this and this, man. But, you know, blah, blah, blah. It, it, it helps like lighten up. They're like, wow, they become enlightened and they're like, wow, this is what you're doing. This is your struggle. This is what's going on. And, you know, down the road, they become a better sport. And I've seen that. I've seen that through the shop, through Creature, through my comics, through my artwork you start building that relationship so you gotta learn to appreciate those people give them your time and be cool about it and and i especially think about it with younger people especially aspiring artists and people who want to be doing things and even regular folks i mean i think sometimes people think like i'm like this really brave person or something i i get that sometimes the they, people come through it's like wow it's amazing what you're doing it's amazing what you've been able to do it's amazing what you've been able to reach I don't think much of it. I really don't. And it's not me being modest. It's not me trying to take away either. But I mean, it's like you weren't there for the 20 plus years that I've been doing this. You you weren't there for, you know, the six months that I was busting my ass doing this or whatever. 
But it's good to go and appreciate it and, and take it in. Don't let it go to your head. No, cash that check. And that's just an aspect. But it's good to have that have that relation, you know? And I'm learning that now. Like today, I did finish up with a lot of work that I had to do. But I was able to take kind of a personal day. I hung out with somebody that has helped me and supported me and just been such a great person that it was great to hang out and just be around each other and talk and catch up that like I got out I, I walked out of there very exhausted I mean it's one of those things like we went to the mall for fuck's sake I mean it's not the best thing in the world but you know uh, she had to buy some clothes I had to buy some shoes and we're like oh why don't we hang out and do that and we'll do some other stuff and we got some errands we really got errands done that we had to do but we got to hang out while we're doing it and it was such a good time it was such a breather for us that I think afterwards we were lighter for it. You know, we were better for it. We were like, oh, okay, cool. And I felt better. And I almost felt like, oh, okay. And in, in other ways, too, I mean, my I talked to my mom yesterday. And I felt so bad because I wasn't able to call her. I wasn't able to do my thing. And now it's like, oh, okay. Shit, cool. Like, I got to talk to her. I got to talk tell her stuff. And I was like, oh, awesome, you know? And I was like... You know, that, that it was something that, that was like a bonus. And I felt better. I felt relieved. Like, hey, I talked to my mom. Cool. Talked to my family. Cool. The other day I had a, a long text conversation with a friend. And it was like, you know, one in the morning. I was tired. I had to go to work the next day. But, you know, he was going through some shit. He's recently going through a divorce, you know. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I know what it is to be one in the morning in the darkness. And now you're alone. And my friend was like, kind of like, hey, what's up? It wasn't like he was depressed or anything, but he was just like, you could tell it's like, I, I need to like latch on to somebody right now because I'm in a situation. I could tell. And even though it was just text, but we talked about a bunch of stuff. And I was like, and yeah, the next day I woke up droopy eyed and tired. And I had to practically like inject caffeine into my thigh and just like fucking get through the morning. But it was good, you know? And, and when you get those things right, you know what you need to do. You know what you need to do. And you know, it's just like an artwork. You know you need to be drawing today. You know you need to be practicing. Even like today is the fucking worst right now. Like you do not want to touch a pencil. You don't want to fucking look at your sketchbook. You want to melt your brain. You know, dude, let me just grab the pencil, put it on the paper and move it around. Just move it around. And little by little, okay, it builds up. It's the same thing. Sometimes you have to sit there. And like when I go to the gym, it's like, dude, there's times I don't want to go to the gym. Um, and I just, I know I have to. I go every other day. That's the law for me. Every other day, one way or another. Skip a day, then the next day I'm going. If I skipped, it's because something like a gig showed up. I had to do something in my comedy or I had to finish a project. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to delay the gym today. But tomorrow I'm fucking going, you know? Um, that's like my constant argument by myself, you know, and, uh, Joe Rogan said it best. You have to kill your inner pussy. You got to kill that weak guy that's inside you. That's like, nah, I don't want to do it. You got to kill that fucking guy and go do it. And that stretches all the way out to personal relationships and people that support you and people that you, if you have a fan base, if there's people that's always been there, 
colleagues and, and such. You know, you got to make your time and hey, turn around. I see people post stuff on, on Instagram that are friends of mine or colleagues and people I really respect in, in comics or in art. And if they're going through an issue, all right, you know, what's it? I'm not doing anything out of this world. What's it take for me to at least write the comment, at least like, or at least send a DM or an email or a text message or share what they're doing? What does it, you know, what's that cost me? It cost me nothing. But if we were doing that more, we would be more related. You know, I, I, I know that sometimes I have a buddy that's like, he's very uh, kind of cynical, you know? And I think I love him because he's cynical, you know? Um, I like having him with me because it kind of keeps me real, you know? And he says, you know, hey, man, you, I noticed that you, like, know people shit, you know? Like, I'll see somebody, and and it's funny because I'll say, like, damn, man, it's so funny to see you. You're, you're internet famous to me because I know him from Instagram. And this is, like, an artist I, I like that's local or a comedian or somebody I really dig. And I'll just go up to him, hey, man, what's up, dude? I shake their hand. And they'll be surprised because I'll be like, hey, dude, like, is your dog feeling better? And like, did you get your car fixed? And they're like, look at me like, holy shit, like, you paid attention to my... And I do. I read my Instagram. I look at shit. I don't look for just pictures and go garbage and controversies and memes. I, I, something that I like to see, man, oh, cool. I'll even think about somebody and be like, man, I haven't heard about this guy in a while. I'm going to go find out, you know? And, you know, he, of course, my, my buddy was looking at me like with the slant of like, there's a manipulation here. This is me being car salesy. And it's like, no, because like some people I really genuinely give a shit about. Like, I think they're cool people. They're awesome artists. They're somebody that's really cool. And I, I dig them. I, don't, I want them to know, like, I appreciate it because I like that. I like it when people say, oh, man, when you post about this, it was hilarious. And there's people that know my shit better than me sometimes. Because they'll be like, oh, when you were talking about this thing and that, I'm like, whoa, what? Oh, shit, yeah, I haven't remember. I haven't thought about that in a while. And they do. And I always appreciate that. So it's always about just appreciating those people and taking the time. And it's exhausting. And there's other times that, you know what, and I, 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 this is the other side of the coin. You know, there's the other times that I am fucking dark. You know, like there's times that I am not talking. I don't i barely say hello i will literally say to people hey man i'm really busy i need a break dude I, i'm sorry you know like uh sometimes here in the shop i just go like what's up what's urgent cool awesome man okay keep doing that keep doing that i'm in my office do not disturb me unless you really need to and i just go right into my office close it i even like lock the door loudly like i'm like clack you know like clack you know like i really want them to know don't fucking disturb me because I'll have so many things. And sometimes it's just urgent shit that needs to be taken care of, a phone call I have to do, an email that has to be sent. So because of that, I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I got to be on it. I got to do this, you know, spearhead away. Sometimes people really want your time. Sometimes you're entertaining to them. That's the thing, too. Like, I'm an entertainer in a certain degree. You know, I'm a comedian. I mean, a certain degree, I definitely am. I'm supposed to entertain. So I'm, I'm a comedian, so I make people laugh. They want to hear jokes. They want to talk. You know, I mean, there's times I don't buy f- fucking drinks for a while because people are buying me beer because they want to hear a story from me or my perspective on something. You know, I hang out with artists and sometimes they're, they're done with their painting. They're done with their work and they want to sit around and, and, and illuminate ourselves with 
painting and artwork and procedures and we're just shooting the shit. But I haven't done my work. I haven't painted. I haven't done something. And because of that, I'm instantly like, oh, no, fuck that. Sorry. Later. I got to go. Like, I got to go. I'm going to go do my thing. When I get my shit done, I'll talk. So there's that time that you do have to do the shut off. But when you do that, do it for real. Do it because you're going to work on shit. When you come back, I've done it where I've said, hey, man, you know, I'm sorry I was a little rude the other day with you. Or I'm sorry I cut you off because I had to do do this thing and everything else. Oh, but check it out. Here's the sketch cover I did. Here's these sketch cards I was working on. Here's yada, yada. And so that I can feel like, okay, cool. Like they're like happy about it. And they're like, all right, now I got to. That uh, you know, that's my main thing. Um, I don't know. So those are the things that I I, I tell people, and I, and so yeah, you gotta appreciate your yay sayers, those people that helped you out. And uh, luckily, I had that today. You know, I saw some other people too that from the neighborhood and people that work here at the store. Store, and even though I had to like finish a painting that I'm gonna be posting probably later today. Um, and for the show on Friday that I have, I was like, oh man, you know, like they're there and they're literally watching me paint. And, you know, I wanted to close the door and just turn on my fucking phone and put on my Spotify, listen to tunes and just paint. But I'm like, you know what? Let them enjoy the process. And I wasn't doing anything too illicit. I was refinishing the painting. There were just highlights and stuff that I knew I had to do and I already had it mapped out. So I was like, all right, cool. And just hang out and talk. And it was a very cool time. It was actually really cool. I actually liked having the company while I was working. That's like the first time in a while that I ever do that. I only do that really with other artists. Like sometimes if I hang out with somebody like Hyrule Antigua, sometimes he comes by. We literally sit down and draw comics and talk shit. Um, sometimes like guys, you know, like, you know, with Kenny or, or Dulitsky, we'll hang out here in the studio and we're just talking shit. Sometimes it's just about apps or something. And, but we're we're sketching and drawing. That's that's cool too. While we're working or in between projects, or when Jose comes and stuff like that, so that's fun too. But other times it's it really is like just like you know get the fuck away from me, <laughs> you know. And so that was cool. It was cool to have that and everything else. Now at the end, you know, everybody left. I got to close the doors. I still had to go to like the dollar store to buy some bullshit and like everything else. I still have to do like whatever everybody else does, and you know come back and I'm like you know. I'm preparing my gym bag for tomorrow. I'm preparing my lunch for work tomorrow. And it's not even my lunch for work. I have to go like from work. And I have uh, tomorrow, uh, I'll be at on Jolt Radio here in Miami. Go to joltradio.org. Download the app. It's actually fucking cool. It's a very cool local app that you should really be like, you know, I'm, I'm going to the studio. So I'm thinking I'm going to be yakking it up with people there because I think this is really cool. It's like a local Internet radio station and they do just local shit. And I think it's a huge deal. And I think it could be a powerhouse fucking feel and something really cool for people. I'm, I'm going to look into it tomorrow while I'm on um, Citizens of Multiple Earths uh, podcast. I'm going to be talking to some people there and I think it's going to be really cool. I, I, I'm, I'm going to totally check it out. Um so I have all that. And it's so funny because I was like, oh, I'll put my jet. I even thought, well, I'm going to be doing the podcast and talking to people. So you know what? Maybe I won't go to the gym tomorrow. I'll just go Tuesday. I mean, I already went Saturday and I had, you know, pretty long. I'm like, no, man, no excuses. So I know like, hey, if I'm done by like seven o'clock and I don't have anything else to do, 
then I'll go from the fucking radio station all the way to the gym, go do my hour, hour and a half, you know, plow through that, then come back to the studio and do what I need to do or go home and just go to bed and just knock out. But I'll know that I'll knock out happily knowing, happily knowing I did everything I needed to do, you know? Um, I think that's the best way to look at it, you know? I'd rather go to bed exhausted knowing I did everything I had to do and, and getting my shit done than going to bed and, like, staying up and thinking, bro, I should have done this, bro, I should have done that. Man, I didn't get this done there. <coughs> Sorry. Um, so, yeah, that's that's where I'm at with that. So, yeah, really push that, really try that. <laughs> that's the main thing, you know? And um, that's that's all I have, really, right now. Um, so, yeah, tomorrow I'll be on, uh, or today, really, around 4 p.m. Monday, I'll be on Jolt Radio on Citizens of Multiple Earths Podcast. Hopefully, I will be at Sweet Caroline's on Tuesday. I've got to double check. I haven't seen anything yet, but I haven't looked at my emails. Or, or I will be at the spot on Wednesday. I'm going to see what I'm going to do. I, I kind of want to change it up and see if I go to the spot. But I really don't know that spot, that place, that well. And, uh, <coughs> sorry. The weather's changing. It's getting cold. Hopefully I don't get a cold. That would suck. And I've been out all day and I've just been doing different shit. So, and talking all day. So my voice is kind of shot. But, uh, yeah. So that's where I'm at right now. So, yeah, man, just do that thing and everything else. Um, what else on the podcast? I'm going to do a little review on Glass, just a short thing. I went to see it on Saturday with uh, Delitsky, a uh, fellow artist named Nico, and with Dirty Dan. And uh, we went to see it, and it was fun. It was cool. I I think we were kind of like, eh, about it. I, I, I talked about it a little bit on the Citizens of Multiple Earths uh, Instagram. But I'll do a little review for you guys later. And... I got a recording from last week's stand-up. There's a couple of old jokes from the Doral Improv, but there's some jokes I did also on there, some new stuff. It was a hard crowd. I think they were kind of mixed because a lot of people were coming in for karaoke. And they're like, yay, karaoke. And it's like, oh, it's a comedy show. And then we, as comedians, we almost had to like kind of corral them and be like, no, stay. It's going to be cool. You're going to dig it. No. So it was a hard crowd at the same time. So... And I was trying out material, and there was a couple of pauses and breaks there. I mean, I just need to get on stage more. I need to really just polish my turd. Polish my turd to a shine, because this is just, I got more to do. But, um, yeah. So, check that out. Um, Joe Radio tomorrow. Jose Marti show on Friday. Um, I have a couple other things where I'm trying to get all my events lined up and, and put it together, but... We'll definitely talk about it, and you'll definitely hear about it. And if not, you'll hear about it and just tune into my Instagram. But uh, also hit my sponsors, say what's up to them. It helps me so much, and spread the word on this podcast. Now, if you dig it, you know, tell people, hey, I like that Fuakata guy. He has some stuff to say. It's pretty cool, like that. You said like that, pretty cool. It's pretty cool, man. And uh, we'll work on it then. All right, guys. Alright, 
So Saturday we got to actually head out as a group of us, and I got to go see Glass, the latest M Night Shyamalan M Night Shyamalan movie, and um, it was good. I dug Glass; it was really good. I also feel like maybe I mean it's so funny because Split was what made two years ago. And everything else, but I would dare say it's almost five years too late. You know, Glass obviously is the last part of this um, trilogy that started with uh, what was it, Unbreakable? Um, was surprisingly like continued with uh, the movie Split, and then now with Glass, it kind of was it, 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 it's a cap it off and say it's done. And I think. As a director, M. Night Shyamalan got to do what he really wanted to do with everything and put it together, I guess, essentially. I mean, no director is fully satisfied because it's never the full vision that you have. But I feel that he got to do what he really wanted, he set out to do. Now, that being said, this movie, the best way to really, I guess look at it is that this is a souffle this is you know johnny walker you know blue label this is you know uh high end this is a very good kind of movie cinematically very aware i think there were certain shots that he did and certain antics there was a lot of questions of why he shot something a certain way he did um not that it was weird but it was not he really made sure to not placate himself with the type of jump cuts and everything because what he's essentially doing is making a superhero movie and unlike an extreme you know an obvious the superhero movie like say the avengers or some or 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 spider-man or one of those movies or justice league to a certain way well you know unlike justice league he made a good movie so that that helps too um, but unlike those movies, um, he was going for realism and unlike the extreme action kind of, I would say, quote unquote, realism, I would say something like kick ass. Um, he was going for a dramatic psychological kind of thriller that had the basis of a superhero movie. It was almost like a superhero movie for you know the adults you know this is for the sundance presents to you the avengers you know like that kind of i think approach to it which was no less in a way fantastical but it was more about the nuance and the ideas behind it and what he was trying to say than cool effects or flying or the music or big production shit like an avengers movie is uh, you know i keep going back to that because i think that's if you want to see the extreme of everything and, and it being well done it's that you know um whereas you know watchmen had the fantastic but it was still had this human drama happening and kick-ass had the gritty action and the craziness but it was still rooted in reality and its humor and its lip and its approach and everything else like every, any other thing that you want to compare it to you know the the street level kind of this was more 
this homage, this talk of that. And it, I think it's almost like a, you know, a speaking about that. It's it, it's an observation on the superhero and what it is. I think that it's an essential take on it. And I thought that was really freaking interesting. But like, that's the reason why I say that this was more of a uh, souffle. And we've been eating chocolate pudding this whole time. And this is not the shit on chocolate pudding. Because, you know, or pudding in general. Let's just say pudding. Because who the hell doesn't like pudding? Now, right now, as I'm telling you this, you're thinking about, hey, man, I could go for some pudding right now. Exactly. Because that's how good pudding is. There's always room and time for pudding. So what happens is that essentially we've been spoiled by this stuff. And it's a lot of... And it's a lot of sugar. It's a lot of rush. It's very convenient. Comes in a snap pack. You just open it. You buy six for three dollars. It's it's a cheap thing. It's a good little thrill, and you're good. Unlike, let's say, a souffle that takes time and effort and money and skill to make. That's where I think the difference is between glass and all the other ones, and where the other ones were placated with the idea of the hero and his quest and what he's doing this is the question of the hero and why the quest and why what they what are they doing and what are the ramifications of it um i think to a certain degree like nolan's batman did that while still in the fantastical while still in the in the amazing and that was interesting too uh, amazingly interesting because I go back to those films now and and yes there's plot holes that you can drive those through and there are annoying parts to it um, but it still holds up I think it's still essentially a very good movie Glass kind of goes in and they cap off the trilogy and everything there are parts that I felt needed something and I don't know maybe if it's too cliche to do and everything else and I don't want to do anything spoilerish so about the movie but overall it was really good and i enjoyed it i thought it was really it's one of those things that for, since unbreakable when unbreakable came out though the climate was very different there were no real superhero movies this had to be treated in another way it's like he snuck it in to us you know you were watching this because of this kind of weird aspect and this idea behind it and you're like you didn't know what it was about exactly and then you're like, oh, okay, I don't, I don't get it. Let's see. And then you actually, you're like, hey, wait a minute, I'm watching a superhero movie. And there were things about the, again, the aesthetics of it and the shots and what was going on that snuck up on you, and it's a study of. Um, this is like, you know, the cap end of it. You knew you were going in what you were going into, so now you're you're studying for that, and it was really interesting. I, I thought it was really cool. And it, and it caught on a lot of things that were of the comic book genre, of the superhero genre, of the hero genre, everything about it and kind of questioned it and said what it was and going forward what it could be, you know. Um, I think it leads to a lot more. The cast was amazing. Everybody was amazing in that. Um, James McAvoy, dude, that guy was, I don't know what the hell he was doing, but he was just so pumped and huge and fucking. It was just like, damn, man, Professor X can beat your ass. Like, uh, it's amazing. Um, 
Yeah, Bruce Willis is awesome. Or, I mean, when is he not, I think? It's just amazing the shit that he can do sometimes. I mean, he kind of plays the same role every time, but he knows how to play it. Like, he's always there, you know? And uh, Samuel L. Jackson, man, that guy. I think I think Samuel Jackson just needs that one role or something. And you would think it had happened to him for, for with what he's done before with Glory and all this other stuff, but... Um, uh, he 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 needs that one role, you know. But what's cool about him is that you can tell he's having fun with what he's playing. Like he's having fun with what he's doing, and so that's interesting too. That's something I think is going to be really cool. So yeah, man, I I, I think Glass was awesome. Um, me personally, if you're into comic books and you're into Legends and you're into it, this is four out of five stars. This is five out of five stars. It's like something you should go see. Go go see it. Go see it, you know, with people that are going to really be into it. I was a pretty good group. I mean, everyone was, re- they were all too fucking high, I think. So that's the only thing. I was like the only non-high person. So there were some parts there that they were like, what? I was like uh, sober. So I was like, all right, cool. This is really enjoyable. So um, this is something that you go and you study and you look at, you know, and you can appreciate, you know, you smell it first. You quaff it a, kip, a bit. Hold it in your hand, you know, let the oaky notes touch your tongue, you know, that's the kind of thing that you're going to do. You got to sommelier this a little bit. You got to really take it in. And it's worth watching everything together now. Like I, I, I want to like almost sit down with Unbreakable with Split and Glass and watch them all together and see how it culminates. Really cool thing. The cast like the kid from Unbreakable is in this and he's an adult now and they treat it as such. And it's, that's really cool because you see the span of time that happens. And I thought that was really fucking interesting. Um, even to the degree of the, the girl from Split was in it and uh, she was in it. She has a very interesting look. She has a very interesting look to her. She she has these eyes that are really far apart kind of, but they work. I mean, I, I call it, I guess, like an Uma Thurman factor where you, you would think, no, this might make you look weird. And no, like for some reason it adds to her face and her beauty there's a, an interesting beauty to her but she was very good in this too like the whole the whole cast was really tight overall really good there is a couple of points there that i was like a little eh about but in the end i thought it was really interesting i thought it was a great take so overall if if you're into that genre and everything else if you were a casual viewer and you are somebody just watch i don't know if you should watch this without watching unbreakable and split to tell you the truth that's the other thing i i don't think you should walk in there and just watch this movie because it's not going to help it's not it, it won't have the context it won't have a lot of what it is this truly is a third film this is really is a third film of a trilogy it doesn't really exist on its own um few i think trilogies can do that like a few third movies can do that few sequels can do that um, and exist on their own. And this one really can't. I, I think it really is worth being informed. There's enough dialogue and flashbacks and everything to back it up and, and let you be informed. But I don't think when things happen, they'll have the same impact. You know what I'm saying? So I think that would be really cool to see. Um, other than that, I think that's... That'll be interesting. That'll, that'll be a really cool take to do. Um, other than that, I think that's 
that's the main thing. That for you, I would say it would be three out of five stars. It would be three out of five stars, and and it's a maybe movie to go see. Um, but yeah, man, I really enjoyed it. Check it out. I hope they they expand on this in some way. I would almost like to see some type of comic book series based on it. Like I could see uh, um, an unbreakable comic, maybe on those lost years. I guess of what happens to Bruce Willis's character during that time. It would be interesting to see a split comic and and say like what was the beast doing but i mean he's a serial killer so i don't think there's anything good there so it would just be bad and and maybe even a glass book of some sort you know it would be interesting to see this world and see how it develops even more you know um but overall yeah man i thought it was really cool so yeah go watch it it was really good um next movie i'm gonna watch i don't know i think we're batting it back and forth about which one is the next one that john wick was coming out in february it's actually coming out in may uh but i think it's battle angel alita is probably the next one so that's gonna be cool i want to catch up with that and actually maybe either watch the anime again and maybe look through the books but the books are so expounded because i thought there were only like 18 or 19 mangas of it but it was 18 and 19 on a spin-off series of the manga. So I don't know what the main manga, how big it is. So I don't know if I think I could read all that and catch up in time. But um, but yeah, that's another one that it's going to be really interesting to see. I mean, right now, this is such a golden age for comics. I always say that. This is a real big golden age for comics. I think right now it's just so much is happening. It's hard to whittle down, you know. Um, anybody who is you know an art critic of of comics or comic reviewer or historian right now would have a hard time to really like nail down what's really going on in comics so like what's happening we're this is something that i think 10 years after we'll look at back and say oh that was definitely the shit you know but this is like a really good stop in this is a really good stop so it was all cool and interesting man so yeah check it out when you get a chance all right Like, no, one, one, that's my name. Now, I'm kidding. Put your hands together for my close friend. One. How you doing, everybody? I'm from Hialeah. Who else is from Hialeah? Yeah, you guys showed up late, so I know you're from Hialeah. I almost didn't show up. I went to the dentist yesterday, and after they poked and prodded the shit out of me, it was uh, really fun, but what I get is that I go to the dentist and it's like, the lady's there, she's like showing me stuff, it's like, oh, we have to take an x-ray, and shit comes out of the wall, there's a machine, it's like, takes an x-ray, it's like Iron Man and shit, I'm like, oh, this is awesome, oh, we need to do this, and it's like, another machine comes out of the wall, this is awesome, oh, great, it's like, alright, now we have to extract the tooth, I'm like, alright, fucking hammer and nails and just fucking beating the shit out of me, I'm like, what the fuck, why, like, why is this like, where's the laser shit, no, they don't give a fuck, they just hammer the shit out of your teeth, Pull it out. Okay, Tavien. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, and they just walk you outside. And you're like, they're waiting for the Uber while you're bleeding out of your mouth. That's really great. Oh, what else happened? Fucking Chris Pratt got married. Who the fuck knows about that? Um, like Kathleen Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger's oldest daughter. The fucking Terminator is your stepdad. You know how bad that shit is. You know, one night she just comes in like, Daddy, you are so mean. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun, one eye just turns red. He still has a motorcycle in the garage and shit. Takes it out, fucking drives out. Of course, I'm such a fucking nerd that 
you know, I started saying like, oh, well, then he'll turn into Star-Lord and then he'll start shooting shit at him. And it'll be awesome. And like, that's a great fucking book, Star-Lord against Riverdale. What else? Uh, yeah. I'm recently single. I've been like a uh, 13-year relationship. And, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm out of Shawshank. Woo! Um, and so because of that, once you get into the new world and you're like in there, you have to do all the shit that all your single friends told you for years. And you're like, oh shit, I can get on Tinder, I can get on Bumble, go fish, whatever the fuck. I mean, whatever you can. And then you're just like, oh, cool. Like, all right, let's talk to this girl. Hey, how are you? You're in your interest. Okay, cool. Oh, you're into, oh, that's nice. Okay, great. And then it's like, oh, that's your asshole. And there's a picture of tits. And okay, all right, do you want to get a frappuccino? Like, you don't know what to do after a while. You're like, all right. Everybody's just giving away, like, just pictures of the... And then you have to figure out how to do, like, a dick pic. And you're just, like, like looking at the light. Like, all right, like, let me get the shine. Let me get the under. If they get a lens, all right? Like, just look like a monolith that way. If I get the light, just the right angle. Then reality hits. And you actually go out with the girl. And she's like, it doesn't look like the same as the picture. That was a stunt double. I'm the older guy. What else? Uh, yeah, so I mean, it's just one of the part of the things with the spit, like when, once you start dating again and you start seeing people, it's also introducing yourself to new sex because you have the familiar sex. Like once you've been with somebody for thirteen years, you know, like eh, oh, eh, and then that's it. But once you are somebody new, you don't know the eh, oh, eh. It could be this way, it could be that way. I don't know. You want to slap the ass? No, don't slap the ass. Okay, I won't slap the ass. How about a jiggle the titty? Jiggle the titty? No. Pinch the titty. Okay. That's all you got. I said, all right, I'll just do that. And you have to learn a whole new routine. And it's not easy to learn a whole routine. And then there's other times you're like there and they're like, the one thing I had to get used to is the spitting on the dick. So that was a whole new thing to me. Just like when they're like that, like, like what, the, what the fuck is, it looks like a hostage situation. Like, I'll never tell you where the secret base is. You know, I'm like, I don't even know. Like, what the hell's going on? And you just go along with it. But in the end, it's one of those things that you start learning about other people and where they're coming from and what's going on. And then you see everybody's fucking problems and their things. And nothing better than a girl's like, well, I'm divorced from this guy, but he's like just in prison for a little bit. He just murdered one guy. You know, I mean, he might get out soon, but I'm like, I want to see other people. And you're like, no. Get me the fuck out of here! I don't want to be here. What else? Uh, other than that, I mean, it's it's great to be out of there and be in free and be running around and learning new things and talking to people and everything else. But again, like sometimes it's like, all right, I was with a Venezuelan woman for many years. Who's Venezuelan here? Yeah. That one guy. Who's like, yeah. All right. You know why people ran from your country? It's not because of communism. It's because of the women. All right. Or you know, because of other things. <laughs> no, but it's really hard, man. Because you start like you know dating other people, and you start figuring out what they're doing and how they're. And I'm just a fossil. I'm like one of these animals that just got let out of the zoo, and they never talk about that guy. They always like let him out. Like look at Bobo. Look at him. He's just. He's just happy, and he just goes off into the woods, and he's just a happy guy. They don't check three hours later when he comes out of the woods, and you're like, what the fuck is this shit? They're all fucking crazy 
tree back there. They're like eating their own shit. They're eating shit off the tree. I had three meals a day. I had a tire swing. Everything was fucking awesome. And now I'm here. I don't want to be here. I want to be back there. No one's there to check on them. They just say, fuck it, and they just let it ride. And that's where I'm at right now. But, you know, I mean, that's part of life. And you just start learning from it. And you say, all right, this is what's going on. And then I said, hey, I'm going to get on stage. And I'm just going to tell jokes. Because my ex told me not to. Because she's like, you're not funny. I'm like, how the fuck did I get you? You always said I was funny. I'm like, well, not in that way. Now we can make people laugh. Fuck you. And that's what I'll leave you off with, guys. Thank you so much.